I ask that all members please rise and face the east with us for the Moorish American prayer. Once again, we stand facing the east with our heels together, feet at a 45 degree angle and holding up two fingers on the right, five fingers on the left, arms are perpendicular. And repeat after me, Allah. Uh, Allah. Father of the universe. Father of the universe. Father of, the universe. Father of love. Father of love. Truth. Truth. Peace. 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 Freedom. 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 And justice. And justice. Lies my protector. Lies my protector. My guide. My guide. And my salvation. And my salvation. By night and by day. By night and by day. Through his holy prophet. Drew Ali. Amen. Islam. All right. I want to announce this meeting is now open. This is the Moore Science Temple of America, Muslim Mission 30, Columbus, Ohio. First and foremost, uh, we always rise and give the highest praise to the Most High, our Father God, Allah. Also extending honors to our divine prophet, Noble Drew Ali, for bringing us our divine creed and nationality so that we may learn to love instead of hate. We extend in honors to the forerunner to the prophet, our dear brother Marcus Mosiah Garvey, for preparing the way for the prophet. We extend honors to all the eight-up sheiks and all the faithful Moors that make up the grand body of the Moorish divine national movement. We also stand honors to the first appointed Supreme Grand Sheik by our prophet, our brother Emily Ill, and honors to the current Supreme Grand Sheik and Grand Council of the Moore Science Temple of America. <clears throat> we also stand honors to all the faithful Muslims here on this call. Uh, brother Jackson Bay, would you please read our divine constitution and bylaws? Islam Grand Sheikh, I rise giving perfect praise to Allah and honors to the Prophet Jurali, honors to our forefathers and foremothers, and honors to the Asiatic nation and the Muslims all over the world. <clears throat> Salvation, Allah, unity, the more science temple of America, the divine constitution and bylaws. <clears throat> Act 1. The Grand Sheikh and the chairman of the more science temple of America is empowered to make law and enforce law with the assistance of the prophet and the grand body of the Moorish Science Temple of America. The assistant grand sheik is to assist the grand sheik in all affairs if he lives according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, and it is known before the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Act 2. All meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the Circle 7 in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Friday is our holy day of rest because on a Friday, the first man was formed in flesh and on a Friday, the first man departed out of flesh and descended unto his father, God, Allah. But that cause Friday is the holy day for all Muslims all over the world. <clears throat> Act three, love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice must be proclaimed and practiced by all members of the Morris Science Temple of America. No member must, no member is to put in danger use falsely his brother or sister on any occasion at all that may harm his brother or sister because a lie is love. Act 4. All members must only in divine laws and all members must obey the laws of the government because by being a Moorish American you are part and partial of the government and must live the life accordingly. 
Act 5, this organization of the Morris Science Temple of America is not to cause any confusion or to overthrow the laws and constitution of the said government, but to obey hereby. Act 6. Act 6. With us, all members must proclaim their nationality, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed, that they may know that they are part and partial of this said government. And know that they are not Negroes, colored folks, black people, or Ethiopians, because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865, during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now, and all men now must proclaim their free national names to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe, ordained Noble Jurali, the prophet, to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites, whom inhabited the northwestern and southwestern shores of Africa. Act 7. All members must promptly attend their meetings and become part and partial of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple of America. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful husband. You must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children, and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother, and be industrious, and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love, and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah. Noble Juali, founder of American Prayer, Allah, the universe, the father of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Allah is my protector, my God, and my salvation by night and by day through his holy prophet, Jurali. Amen. The Morris Science Temple of America, home office of Noble Jurali, home office, Chicago, Illinois, USA. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Islam and gratitude, brother. Gratitude. Uh, brother Cole Bay, would you please read the writs? Islam, Grand Sheik. I rise and give first praise to the great God Allah. Rise and give honors to the prophet Noble Jew Ali. Rise and give honors to the forerunner Marcus Messiah Garvey. Rise and give honors to all ills and bays, all monsters on the call, all monsters on the planet. To be proclaimed in every meeting, Islam, I am glad to know I have a few faithful moors among you all, and I desire for them to know the truth and the divine truth. There is a host of jealousy about me and the movement now by the same people of our side of the nation that claimed that I was a joke and unreal. But now, since they found out from the government officials and the nations of the earth that this is the only sole foundation that all Asiatics must depend upon for their earthly salvation as American citizens. They are working every scheme that they can to disqualify me so they may take charge of the situation. I have notified all these things to you long ago in the past. It is through the faithful moors that attribute to the movement and uplifting funds. The ones that pay their divine respects to me and the movement will be remembered. That is why I'm calling upon all faithful moors to increase their faithfulness to me, your prophet, and your divine moorish movement. I need finance and I need it badly. Never before have I needed finances so badly as I do at present so I can shove aside the discord that is facing the nation. 
It all comes through jealousy because of my fame and nobility. The nations of the world will not recognize the movement without I, the prophet, being hit. It has been proven by my works, which I have performed in the past few years. Prophet, Noble Drew Ali. Prophet warns all Muslims to be read in every meeting. I hereby inform all members they must end all radical speeches while at work, in their homes, and on the streets. We are for peace and not destruction. Stop flashing your cards at Europeans. It causes confusion. Remember, your card is for your salvation. Failure to obey these orders will be a severe consequence. We are for love, truth, peace, freedom. And when these principles are violated, justice must then take its course. Any member or group of members who hold malicious feelings towards the temple or the prophet or violate the divine covenant of the Moorish movement will receive their rewards from Allah for their unjust deeds. All true Moors will and must obey the law laid down to them by their prophet. If they lose confidence in their prophet, they should turn in their card and button, cease wearing their turban and fez, and return to the state where I, the prophet, found you. This is a holy and divine movement founded by the prophet Noble Juali, and the prophet is not right, the temple is not right. The prophet, therefore, is sending out a divine plea to all Moorish Americans. They do their part in protecting the prophet and the temple. This is an everlasting movement founded by the prophet through the will of Allah to redeem his people from their sinful ways. Peace, Noble Juali. To the members of the Moorish Science Temple of America, Islam, this is instruction from your prophet, Noble Juali. Be faithful unto your forefather divine and national creed that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Allah is the one that judges the world and his judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. The end of times are drawing near. So says Allah to his divine prophet, I know Ali. And that is why many hearts have turned to stone. Many have eyes to see, but cannot see. Ears to hear, but cannot hear. Least they'll be confounded of their sins. These are the trying hours now, dear Moors, and every evil spirit is moving, and they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid and to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. But if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to protect your movement and your prophet. Watch your enemies, dear Morris. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your prophet and ridicule him to the very lowest, and the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples. Act accordingly, and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace, your divine prophet, Noble Juali. Islam, Islam, Islamism. Happy Holy Day, Miles. Islamism and gratitude, brother. Uh, Sister Lachey L., would you please read our additional laws? Islam, I rise and give perfect praise to the great Father God Allah, honors to the Prophet Noble Drew Ali, honors to the forerunner Marcus Mosiah Garvey, and honors to all Muslims around the world. Questionary and additional laws for Moorish Americans by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Act 1. Grand sheiks and governors and heads of all temple, all business. Each said temple must be approved by the Prophet Noble Juali. 
before acted upon by any members, let it be finance, property, or any line of life that will cause the members to sacrifice finance ETC, that will cause the support of any group of members, any formal officer that violates these laws is subject to be removed from his office under a heavy restriction, ETC by the profit or the grand sheet. Act two, all members are to attend their air debt meetings and their public meetings promptly. If a member is found standing around on their meeting period, shall be fined 50 cents on the first case. And on the second, he will be fined $1, which will go on your emergency fund. If member is working, his monthly dues must be paid. And if he has money in the bank, he must subscribe for as much as he is able to the Morsh uplifting funds because it takes finance to uplift the nation. Act three, it is a lawful and divine duty of every good member if he is able in finance to, to aid me in saving the nation. And if he does not, he is an enemy to the cause of uplifting his own people and justice must catch you. Let it be he or she according to love, truth, peace, freedom and justice, as I have the power invested in my hands and I will have to enforce the law in order to save the nation. Act four, all members while up making a public speech must not use any assertion against the American flag or speak radical against the church or any member of any organized group because we are to teach love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. Act five, all members must promptly attend their meetings and send their children to Sunday school. And the teacher must confirm himself to the questionnaire and let every member exercise his five senses who is able to do so because out of your Sunday school comes the guiders of the nation. Act six, with us all members must proclaim their nationality and know, and we are teaching our people their nationality and their divine creed that they may know that they are a part and parcel of this said government and know that they are not Negroes, color folks, black people, or Ethiopians because these names were given to slaves by slaveholders in 1779 and lasted until 1865 during the time of slavery. But this is a new era of time now and all men now must proclaim their free national name to be recognized by the government in which they live and the nations of the earth. This is the reason why Allah, the great God of the universe ordained Noble Juwali, the prophet to redeem his people from their sinful ways. The Moorish Americans are the descendants of the ancient Moabites who inhabited the Northwestern and Southwestern shores of Africa. Act seven, all members must promptly attend their meetings and become a part and a parcel of this, of all uplifting acts of the Moorish Science Temple. Members must pay their dues and keep in line with all necessities of the Moorish Science Temple. Then you are entitled to the name of faithful. Husband, you must support your wife and children. Wife, you must obey your husband and take care of your children and look after the duties of your household. Sons and daughters must obey father and mother and be industrious and become part of the uplifting of fallen humanity. All Moorish Americans must keep their hearts and minds pure with love and their bodies clean with water. This divine covenant is from your holy prophet, Noble Juwali, through the guidance of his father, God Allah, Islam. Happy Holy Day, Muslims. Islam and happy Holy Day, sister.
a divine warning by the prophet for the nations. The citizens of all free national governments, according to their national constitution, are all of one family bearing one free national name. Those who fail to recognize the free national name of their constitutional government are classed as undesirables and are subject to all inferior names and abuses and mistreatments that the citizens care to bestow upon them. And it is a sin for any group of people to violate the national constitutional laws of a free national government and cling to the names and the principles that delude to slavery. I, the prophet, was prepared by the great God, Allah, to warn my people to resit, repent from their sinful ways and go back to the state of mind to their forefathers' divine and national principles, that they will be law abiders and receive their divine rights as citizens according to the free national constitution that was prepared for all free national beings. They are to claim their own free national name and religion. There's but one issue for them to be recognized by this government and of the earth, and it comes only through the connection of the Moorish divine national movement, which is incorporated in this government and recognized by all other nations of the world. And through it, they and their children can receive their divine rights unmolested by other citizens that they can cast a free national ballot at the polls under the free national constitution of the state's government and not under a granted privilege as has been the existing condition for many generations. You who doubt whether I, the prophet, and my principles are right for the redemption of my people, go to those that know the law in the city hall and among the officials in your government and ask them under an intelligent tone, and they will be glad to render you a favorable reply, for they are glad to see me bring you out of darkness into light. Money doesn't make the man it is free national standards and power that makes a man and a nation. The wealth of all national governments, gold and silver and commerce belong to, do, to the citizens alone. And without your national citizenship by name and principles, you have no true wealth. And I am hereby calling on all true citizens that stand for a free na national free government and the enforcement of the constitution to help me in my great missionary work because I need all support from all true American citizens of the United States of America. Help me to save my people who have fallen from the constitutional laws of the government. I am depending on your support to get them back to the constitutional fold again, that they will learn to love instead of hate and will live according to love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice, supporting our free national constitution of the United States of America. I love my people and I desire their unity and mine back to their own free national and divine standard because day by day they have been violating the national and constitutional laws of their government by claiming names and principles that are unconstitutional. If Italians, Greeks, English, Chinese, Japanese, Turks, and Arabians are forced to proclaim their free national name and religion before the constitutional government of the United States of America, it is no more than right that the law should be enforced upon all other American citizens alike in all other governments, when a man is born and raised there and asks for his national descent name, and if he fails to give it, he is misused, imprisoned, or exiled. Any group of people that fail to answer up to the constitutional standards of law by name and principles, because to be a citizen of any government, you must claim your national descent name because they place their trust upon issue and names formed by their forefathers. The word Negro deludes in the Latin language to the word nigger, the same as the word colored deludes to anything that is painted, varnished, and dyed. 
and every nation must bear a national descent name of their forefathers, because honoring thy fathers and thy mothers, your days will be lengthened upon this earth. These names have never been recognized by any true American citizen today. Through your free national name, you are known and recognized by all nations of the earth that are recognized by said national government in which they live. The 14th and 15th Amendments brought the North and South in unit, placing the Southerners who were at that time without power with the constitutional body of power. And at that time, 1865, the free national constitutional law that was enforced since 1774 declared all men equal and free. And if all men are declared by the free national constitution to be free and equal, since that constitution has never been changed, there's no need for the application of the 14th and 15th amendments for the salvation of our people and citizens. So there isn't but one supreme issue for my people to use to redeem that which was lost and that is through the above statements. Then the lion and the lamb can lie down together in yonder hills and neither will be harmed because love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice will be reigning in this land. In those days, the United States will be one of the greatest civilized and prosperous governments of the world. But if the above principles are not carried out by the citizens and my people in this government, the worst is yet to come because the great God of the universe is not pleased with the works that are being performed in North America by my people and this great sin must be removed from the land to save it from enormous earthquakes, diseases, ETC. And I, the prophet, do herein believe that this administration of the government being more wisely prepared by more genius citizens that believe in their free national constitution and laws, and through the help of such classes of citizens, I, the prophet, truly believe that my people will find the true and divine way of their forefathers and learn to stop serving carnal customs and merely ideas of men that have never done them any good, but have always harmed them. So I, the prophet, am hereby calling aloud with the divine plea to all true American citizens to help me to remove this great sin, which has been committed and is being practiced by my people in the United States of America, because they know it is not the true and divine way. And without understanding, they have fallen from the true light into utter darkness of sin, and there's not a nation on earth today that will recognize them socially, religiously, politically, or economically, ETC, in their present condition of their endeavorment in which they themselves try to force upon a civilized world. They will not refrain from their sinful ways of action and their deeds have brought Jim Crowism, segregation, and everything that brings harm to human beings on earth. And they fought the Southerner for all these great misuses. But I've traveled in the South and have examined conditions there and it is the works of my people continuously practicing the things which bring dishonor, disgrace, and disrespect to any nation that lives the life. And I'm hereby calling on all true American citizens for moral support and finance to help me in my great missionary work to bring my people out of darkness into marvelous light. From the prophet. All right, Islam Morse. We will be reading uh, chapter 35, Holy Instructions from the Prophet Religion. Uh, we have spoken on this chapter recently, but it's a big chapter, so I want to touch on a few things there, okay? And um, once again, that's chapter 35 in the Holy Quran, Holy Instructions from the Prophet Religion, okay? And um, just to reiterate um, briefly why, why this is important, okay? We have to understand collectively that our original... Um, 
way of life, our culture, and our religion was taken from us. And we were given something else. Okay. If we look at the doctrine of discovery, okay, which was um, you had a papal bull into Katera, was issued by Pope Alexander VI on May 4th, 1493. All right. And then this, this played a huge role in the Spanish conquest of the New World. This particular papal bull stated that any land not inhabited by Christians was available to be discovered, to be discovered, claimed, and exploited by Christian rulers. And then it declared that the Catholic faith and the Christian religion shall be exalted and be everywhere increased and spread to the, uh, that the health of souls be cared for and that barbarous nations be overthrown and brought to the faith itself. And, you know, pretty much anytime you're seeing barbarous, barbary, um, Saracens, they're talking about us. They're talking about Moors, okay? To get you to remove your pheasant turban, lay down your sword, and come up under Christianity, okay? And um, and giving up your own way of life, your power, not even Christianity, because you have some groups like in Ethiopia, they've been practicing Christianity um, possibly even before you had the first church in Europe, churches in Europe, right? But we're not doing what they're doing, right? We're coming up under Christianity, under the Pope, right? Under under the Roman emperor. So it's it's a version that's been prepared for you to keep you in a subservient position. Okay, and then with the doctrine of discovery, that became the basis for all the European claims in the Americas. Okay, and that was also used later on for the United States as they expanded west. There's a Supreme Court case, 1823, Johnson versus McIntosh. The Chief Justice John Marshall's opinion in the unanimous decision held that the principle of discovery gave European nations an absolute right to rule the new world lands. That's the Supreme Court. All right, so the, the Indians, the so-called Indians, only they only had the right to occupy the land. And that could be abolished at the drop of a hat, right? <clears throat> so you have to have your own way. You can't go under someone else's um, rules and regulations, someone else's view of, of God and, and um, just way of life right so this entire this entailed everything for us so we have to come into our own um right you also okay in the late 90s in the early 2000s the papal bull um that came back into the main um stream consciousness because you had uh, a portion of catholics that petitioned pope john paul ii to formally revoke it and to recognize the human rights of the indigenous people, the non-Christian peoples, okay? And so things are changing, all right? So you um, you have to be aware of this. We all have to be aware of this and come back into our own, okay? So that's, that's enough to discover that. But, um, you know, for the most part, this was an attempt to come into the kingdoms of the Saracens, the Moors, and to claim it for themselves, okay? 
that's what it was all about. Okay, so it didn't matter where the people were, how civilized they were, they deemed them savages and they baptized them as Christians. And if they didn't go along with it, they made things extremely difficult for them. Okay, and so um, this is how this applies to us. So we have to come into our own. The prophet prepared, (laughs) returned our religion to us, right? Not only our culture and our nationality, but he returned our religion to us so that we could come back into power. We can't do it. We're always hamstrung going up under someone else's way. Now, you know, Christianity works for you. Cool. You know, not knocking that for anyone. Just saying, you know, for us, we have to understand what happened historically because it still is in effect to a degree now. All right. So um, let's go ahead. And before we go into chapter 35, want to read a few things from Moorish literature. Okay. Also relating to this same topic. Um, first one, let's just take a look at what is Islam. I may not read these whole passages. So you, you can go and look at these on your own. Um, in the Moorish literature book on page 24, what is Islam? Islam is a very simple faith. It requires man to recognize his duties toward God, Allah, his creature and creator and his fellow creatures. It teaches the supreme duty of living at peace with one's surroundings. It is preeminently the religion of peace. The very name Islam means peace. The goal of man's life, according to Islam, is peace with everything. Peace with the law and peace with man. It's very simple. How, how can anybody have anything against this? Okay? They're not saying you have to learn Arabic. You have to take an Arabic name. That's not an Islamic name. That's an Arabic name. Okay? That's just like saying Spanish is an Islamic name. No, it's not. Or Christian. You know, you have to have a Spanish name to be Christian. No, it's not. You know, the, the language goes along with the culture, right? So we're not saying any of that, right? We don't have to take on other people's cultural ways. We don't have to take on their uh, other people's um, superstitions. And somebody's got some feedback. I'm not sure who that is. Okay, so it's very simple. Islam, very name means peace. Goal of man's life, according to Islam, is peace with everything. Peace with the law and peace with man, right? Recognize your duties towards God Allah. Not only God Allah, but um, also his fellow creatures. We have duties. And it teaches the supreme duty of living at peace with one's surroundings. So ultimately, you know, we, we want to be at peace. We Ultimately, we, we want to get to a point where we're not even killing so that we can eat right? We want to be at peace. We want to, we want to raise the vibration to aim higher. Okay. So the Quran, the Holy book of Islam tells us that the final abode of man is the house of peace. Where no vain word of sinful discourse will be heard. The Holy divine prophet, noble Drew Ali says that a follower of Islam in the true sense of the word is one whose hands Tongue and thoughts do not hurt others. Hands, tongue, and thoughts, right? So you might be able to stop from hurting people or talking about people, you know, trying to make people feel bad, but then even the thoughts, not even having those types of thoughts as well. 
And then the object of man's life, according to Islam, is his complete unfoldment. Okay? Islam teaches that man is born with unlimited capacities for progress. Not It doesn't teach that we're born in sin. Right? You have, you have different... Um, different aspects of the christian church that teach that that you're born in sin we're not born in sin and we're born with unlimited capacity for progress islam does not support the idea that man was born in sin it teaches that everyone has within him the seed of perfect development and it rests solely with himself to make or mar his fortune Okay, the cardinal doctrine of Islam is the unity of the Father Allah. We believe in one God, right? One God, the creator. Allah, who is all God, all mercy and all power. He is perfect and holy. All wisdom, all knowledge, all truth. These are some of his great attributes so far as we can understand. He is free from all defects, holy and transcendent. He is personal to us insofar as we see his attributes working for us and in us but he nevertheless he is nevertheless impersonal because he is infinite perfect and holy we do not believe that death decay or sleep overtake him neither do we believe that he is a helplessly inactive and inert force nothing happens without his knowledge and will he neither begets nor he is begotten because these are the trails of frail and weak humanity the unity of allah is the first and foremost pillar of islam and every other belief hangs upon it. Okay, and then um, also want to briefly touch on some things from Morris Leader's historical message to America. Okay, and um. Okay, so don't, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but you can read this. It's in the Morris Literature book on page 31. All right, but just want to touch on a few things. So you can see in here, um, it says, <clears throat> sorry. All right, so we're given the, the objects, the aims, and the rules and regulations of the Morris Science Temple of America, right? What the temple's really about so that we all have a, a good understanding, okay? Um, at all times, upholding those fundamental principles which are desired for our civilization of our posterity, such as obedience to law, respect and loyalty to government, tolerance and unity okay so if you hear anyone speaking anti-government any of these things well you know i understand where you're coming from but we're not about that okay we stand on higher principles the object of our organization is to help in the great program of uplifting fallen humanity and teach those things necessary to make our members what to make our members better citizens. Skipping down again, this is 
Morris Leader's historical message to America. So I'm, I'm skipping around. Since the work of the Morris Science Temple of America was largely religious, the organization has been changed to a religious corporation and an affidavit to that effect has been filed properly, proper, properly in the Cook County Recorder's Office. Inspired by the lofty teachings of the Quran, okay, we have it as the revealed word of, a, of God Allah, speaking about the Quran revealed to the prophet Muhammad. We shall foster the principles of its teachings among our members. This is our religious privilege as American citizens under the laws of one of the greatest documents of all time, the American Constitution. He refers to this as one of the greatest documents of all time. This is written by the Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Okay, Muhammad was the founder of the Mohammedan religion. Okay, and this is another name too for Moors. When you see Mohammedan, usually when they're speaking about, at least especially in the past, they're speaking about Moors. Okay, and that's used interchangeably in here. See the Moors or Mohammedans added to the beauty and grandeur of Spain. Okay, but um, just speaking on this, the Quran should be of interest to all readers. It is the Bible of the Mohammedans ruling over the customs of over 200 millions of people, almost a billion people now. Okay, but then I want to I hit on some stuff. Okay. And um, speaking about our religion as we practice. Okay. Okay. So um, before I do that, though, the More Science Temple of America has received some opposition and criticism. In the main, the opposition has come from certain Christian ministers. They have expressed themselves as being opposed to our propagation of the Mohammedan religion. Okay, so he uh, encountered pushback from some of the Christian ministers, probably more than likely speaking about our own people, right, pushing back against it. But this is one of the reasons why they would have pushed back. We can do things that in many cases they can't. In connection with our religious aims and beliefs, we must promote economic security. This is a part of our religion in connection with our religious aims and beliefs. We must promote economic security. Okay. So once again, just going back to that image in under Christianity as given to us by the people who conquered us. This is not about promoting our economic security. This is why we can have neighborhoods that have. And I'd say this respectfully because I'm not against the Christian church and Definitely not out here trying to talk bad about any groups or speak radical. But it's the truth. We have to tell the truth. We have neighborhoods that are impoverished that have several churches, some that even have a church on every every other block. And not only are they impoverished, but they have violence, crimes, and drugs, even drugs sometimes being sold on the same block where the church is. And it's not changing anything but it's not designed to be like that it's not designed to make us better that's why um you know we we had in the past instances where you had uh, programs like margaret sanger's program um her and uh 
this this man who was um, one of the heirs for uh, Procter and Gamble. They formed the Negro Project, and they hired Negro preachers to um, get our people, our community, to accept having abortion clinics in our communities, right? Because nobody else wanted it. So they got us to agree to, hey, it's all right. And then they give out the Margaret Sanger Award every year, okay? Or at least they used to, okay? So it wasn't formed to empower us. And it wasn't formed so that we could use it to empower ourselves economically, socially. Not saying that it's all bad. Not saying that nobody's done any good with it. Just keeping it, keeping it honest. We have to speak the truth. We can't lie. Okay, we're not going to get up here and lie. So this is a part of our religion. Speaking about us, we practice Islam or Islamism. In connection with our religious aims and beliefs, we must promote economic security. The preaching of economic security among us is by no means as widespread and intensive as the circumstances demand. The preaching of it, the preaching of economic security, this is a part of our religion. No other thing is more needed among us at this time than greater economic power, right? We don't, we don't really hear that in the church. Better positions for our men and women, more business employment for our boys and girls, and bigger incomes will follow our economic security. Remember, this is written by the prophet Noble Drew Ali, okay? And for anyone who doesn't remember, this is entitled Morris Leader's Historical Message to America. So we're supposed to all know this. We shall be secure in nothing until we have economic power. A beggar people cannot develop the highest in them, nor can they attain to a genuine enjoyment of the spiritualities in life. So this is a part of us realizing our, our spiritual potential. This is a part of our religion. This is why we're reading this. Read carefully the doctrines of the Morris Science Temple of America. It contains our hopes, aims, rules, and articles of religion. Every member should have a copy. So just to um, you know, reiterate that, we should all notice. And then once again, the prophet, he didn't let that go because this is a big deal. This is a big deal. The problems of life are largely social and economic in a profound sense they are moral and spiritual okay so this is important for us it is a part of our religion economic security economic power we can't leave that out okay and um you can also see in masterpiece of religious literature secrets of other creeds revealed where the prophet talks about Americanizing the Oriental idea of Islam. Okay, for us specifically. All right. Such changes are carefully considered with the idea to avoid changing the complexion of the original text. Okay, so you know, this is this is specifically with us in mind because we can't help. We can't uplift fallen humanity if we can't uplift ourselves. The sole purpose of the prophet in giving such a message to the world is to save fallen humanity. That's in Masterpiece of Religious Literature, Secrets of Other Creeds Revealed. So the sole purpose of the prophet in giving such a message to the world is to save fallen humanity. But he's coming specifically to us because we're in a position where 
our entire culture was stripped from us. Okay? Whether they had people, they were actually brought over here via slave ships from Africa, or it was the people who lived here who looked like the brother who's up here on this painting, who were already living here, who already civilized, had their own way of life. Okay? They wound up, you know, losing the war. Their children got sent off to other places and told that they came from Africa, regardless of where they were from, whether they were from North Carolina or what, their culture was stripped. And they were baptized with Christian Christian names and with the new identity now. So this is why the prophet came to us. And he brought us back our turbans and fezes and also gave us our own religion. Okay, so this is why we must understand what this is really about so that we can empower ourselves, right? So the prophet said that we, we can't even reach, you know, the, the spiritual enjoyments of life. So it's a part of our spirituality. We can't leave it out. We can't reach our potential if we don't take care of the economic portion, okay? All right, and so um, just wanted, that's, this is another one, another good one to look at. The Masterpiece of Religious Literature, Secrets of Other Creeds Revealed. Okay. Um, also, uh, we're, we're going to go to To the Members of the More Science Temple of America, which was read earlier. Also by the Prophet Islam. This is the instruction from your Prophet Noble Drew Ali. Be faithful unto your forefathers' divine and national creed, that you will be blessed for your good deeds that you sow in the flesh. Right? Be faithful to your forefathers' divine and national creed, not to the the thing that was forced upon us in in the last hundred or 200 years or 300 years, right? Taking it back a little bit before that. Allah is the one that judges the world and his judgment is on now, but the weak can comprehend it not. Why can't they comprehend that Allah's judgment is on now, right now, right? They can't see it because you have Netflix, because you have video games, right? We have all of these shows. You have everything on demand. You can just watch. When when I was um, a child, the cartoons only came on Saturday. You know, maybe if you get up early, you can see, you know, cartoons before or after school, maybe too. But for the most part, it was Saturday. Now it's it's on demand. Anything you want. So there's all these distractions. Okay. So everybody doesn't have eyes to see and ears to hear. And that's what also many hearts have been turned to stone. We have so many distractions and so many people are drowning in the cares of the world. All right. But it doesn't matter because the last judgment is on now. It's on. These are the trying hours now, dear Morris. And every evil spirit is moving. It was on then in 1928. And it's on now. And it seems like it's on an accelerated pace. And they are trying every weak mind to overthrow and drag out the true foundation that has been laid. And that's also why you have more even in the temple who aren't preaching economic empowerment. But what did we just read? Isn't that a part of our religion? It's a part of our religion. So why do we have people who even within the temple who aren't preaching economic security? 
And the prophet went on and on about the economic security. He didn't just mention it in one sentence. He went on and on about it. The problems of life are largely social and economic, right? So he he went on and on about it to make sure that we understand we can't attain to a genuine enjoyment of the spiritualities in life. We can't develop the highest in us until we have economic power. So the true foundation that has been laid, you have people who are trying to overthrow and drag it out. They're trying to cause confusion in the minds of the ones that do believe. What's one way that they cause confusion? Even within the temple, this isn't just out there in the world, even within something that's divine. We have ones that are causing confusion. They want us to be focused on things that will keep us running in a circle like a hamster wheel. You know, you have a hamster just on the wheel. They're running, running fast and going nowhere. So they're trying to cause confusion in our minds, the ones that do believe, the people who came here out of genuine, genuine concern, you really want to do something, you really care, okay? But fear not, if you have the true love of Allah and the spirit of your forefathers, you fear not what you hear or see, but will sacrifice the utmost of your very life to Protect your movement and your profit. Watch your enemies, dear Moors. Your enemies are the ones that speak against your profit and ridicule him to the very lowest. And some of them, they don't speak against them with their mouth, but they ridicule them to the very lowest because they don't take them seriously. They don't even follow the laws. Okay? And the ones that speak against your divine and national principles of your temples, act accordingly and Allah will bless you for your good work. Peace. Your divine prophet, noble Drew Ali. Let's go ahead and go into chapter 35. Okay, so just wanted to share that more. Keep your eyes open out here. All right? It's a battle. It's a battle all the way around. Not just um, outside in the world, the cares of the world. No, the temple, all everywhere, right? Because people are in the temple People are, you know, everybody's not sincere. And you will encounter that, Morse. You will. So let's go to and we're just we're gonna skip around a bit. But this um was a big chapter. So I just wanted to make sure that we didn't leave anything out when we discussed this previously all right holy instructions from the prophet religion okay and um let's get a definition on religion it's a set of beliefs concerning the cause nature and purpose of the universe especially when considered as the creation of Allah, usually involving devotional and ritual observances to him and often incorporating a moral code governing the conduct of human affairs. Okay. All right. And <clears throat> remember, um, religion, one of the um, definitions for that from the etym- etym- um, etymology of religion would be to bind back right? Or to bond, which is unite, 
And so we use this to unite with others and also to bind us back to the ways of our forefathers. All right. And in the religion that um, for the most part that our people that practicing today, it's not good enough for us. Right. It's not really um, as a whole, like it, it works for some of us, but in those communities, you know, where, where it's the majority of our people, it doesn't seem to be working for us. It's not empowering us. It really isn't. Okay, but we're, we're returning back to something that's divine that was created for our earthly and divine salvation. Okay. All right, and so um, verse one is really just reiterating what this is all about. There's but one Allah, the creator, the author, the creator, the governor of the world almighty eternal and incomprehensible and it today is the information age you know you can hear all types of stuff some people will try to break down the word Allah and act like we're you know worshiping um a demigod or something like that it's like no it doesn't matter what anyone else says right we're talking about the supreme being right the source the author the governor the originator the creator the father right? The father of all virtues and divine ideas, okay? The creator of the entire universe, the supreme creator, the causeless cause and the rootless root. And then almighty, almighty means all-powerful, unlimited power, omnipotent, okay? Um, Incomprehensible, unable to really truly be understood from a physical perspective from a physical um by the physical mind right it's impossible to understand to really comprehend it because it doesn't have limits it's boundless okay um okay moving on the sun is not a lie though his noblest image okay so the sun that's the star in the center of our solar system, all the planets revolve around it, receive light from it, right? Heat, all of these um, um, planets, you know, are receiving some form of sustenance from the sun, right? So it's amazing. It's incredible, but it's one of Allah's creations. We don't worship the sun, right? There are ancestors who in the past worshiped the sun, and the saying, well, it's his noblest image, but no, that's not it, right? Just just clarifying, making it sure, because, you know, there's some people who worship certain planets, right? Or they'll tell you that, no, you don't really worship that. Your religion is really worshiping Venus, or you're worshiping Saturn. No, 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 that's, that, that's not what we're talking about, all right? To the one who's supreme, most wise, and beneficent, and to him alone belong worship, adoration, thanksgiving, and praise. All right, um, let's go forward a little bit. Just once again, um, referring back to the omnipotence of reverence, the majesty of the omnipotent and tempt not his anger, lest thou be destroyed, omnipotent. Like that's a word that we don't really use a lot, but once again, that's just unlimited, right? Universal power, 
all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipotent, everywhere, you know, in existence everywhere at the same time. Just um, reiterating what we're talking about. We're talking about the creator of all. So it doesn't matter, you know, if it, if people have other religions, you know, Buddhism, whatever they have is a religion. We respect it because, you know, in our eyes, we're all talking about the same thing, right? Just using different languages or different words. So there's... um. There's no problem with us, you know, with studying other religions and, and respecting other people's ways of um, of worshiping or recognizing the creator. Okay. Um, there's one more uh, verse in here I wanted to speak on. Okay. Okay, we're just uh, just looking at the last three verses too, uh, 28 through 30. Then shall the wicked tremble and be afraid, but the heart of the righteous shall rejoice in his judgments. O fear Allah, therefore, all the days of thy life, and walk in the paths which he hath opened before thee. Let prudence admonish thee. Let temperance restrain let justice guide thy hand, benevolence warm thy heart, and gratitude to heaven inspire thee with devotion. These shall give thee, hap- thee happiness in thy present state and bring thee to the mansions of eternal felicity in the paradise of Allah. This is the true economy of human life. So in um, just in that um, verse, in verse 29, we're being given um, actually keys on how to um, govern our own thoughts throughout life right um for example um when it says let prudence admonish thee right admonish is guide that means to guide or to direct right to warn you to caution you right so we're um sorry Morris hang on one second right so we're just when we uh, read that, let prudence admonish thee, right? We're always to follow the course of wisdom, right? To always calm down and to heed that still small voice that speaks within. Um, and it's especially important now, especially with all of the distractions, we're being bombarded with distractions. So even if you turn off the computer, your phone, you turn off the TV and everything, and you think that you're not being distracted, and you don't have Alexa and all these things in your house, you're still you still have things in the airwaves, right? Because if you turned on a radio, music could just start playing out of nowhere, right? So, you know, there's messages constantly being bombarded, whether you're paying attention to it or not. So we are to always let prudence guide us, right? Admonish thee, to let prudence um, direct us, right? And prudence would be wisdom, using our caution and good judgment. Okay, and we're to always do this, to let temperance restrain thee. Okay, and that's moderation. Temperance is, you know, to be practicing self-restraint, moderation, self-control. So to let wisdom guide us, to to always um, let um, moderation or self-control restrain us, right? To always have control over ourselves, to keep keep our, our lower nature in check. Okay, and then to let justice guide thy hand. Okay, and and 
um, which obviously that that's that's uh, self-explanatory, right? But benevolence to warm thy heart, okay? And that's the desire to always to do goodwill, and in gratitude to heaven to inspire thee with devotion, and and gratitude, you know, being thankful always, always showing appreciation for everything we have. So if we have this appreciative attitude, you know, we'll always be inspired to for for to accomplish greater things and and to even if you know even if you're down on your luck right to still find something to be grateful for because we always have something to be grateful for okay and so it's not good just to just blow through all of these verses like uh yeah no no these are keys that like we really should all like copy this and blow it up have it on a poster and just put it on the wall somewhere right and to actually take these lessons and to make this like something that we look at every day hey this is how we need to conduct ourselves on a regular basis right always always um be guided by wisdom you know the still small voice right don't let all of this stuff drown it out right to to practice self-control let justice guide thy hand benevolence warm thy heart and, and gratitude to heaven inspire thee with devotion right? So to always be grateful. These shall give these happiness in thy present state. You don't want to be happy when, happy when you get that promotion or happy when, you know, when you get healthy, if you're sick, you have to do it right now, right? Because what what else does it say in our Quran? Heaven and hell are states of mind. It's a state of mind. So if we can control our thoughts, right? And 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 um subdue our, our lower nature and, and to always find things to be grateful for, not to magnify the things that you don't want or don't like. Right? This will bring thee to the mansions of eternal felicity in the paradise of Allah. And this is practical. This isn't this is something that we can always apply to our lives, right? So um, yeah, and I'll just advise everybody, go back over this chapter 35. I think just that one verse right there, that's powerful. That's something that we should apply to ourselves every day. And that's why it says, last verse, this is the true economy of human life. You know, very simple. We practice those. It brings you to the mansions of eternal felicity in the paradise of Allah. Doesn't that sound wonderful? And so eternal, you know, always, you always have the keys that you need without beginning or ending. That's eternal, everlasting. Okay, and felicity that's spiritual happiness. So you're in a state of perpetual happiness by practicing these keys, these divine instructions. Okay, and on that note, I yield the floor. Does anyone have any questions? Anything that you'd like to add? Feel free to speak now. Islam. Okay, Islam, um, if yeah, if there's no questions, want to announce without further ado, we're going into the closing of the meeting. All right. Would everyone please rise and face the east for the closing prayer? 
All meetings are to be open and closed promptly according to the circle seven in love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. We always stand facing the east, holding up two fingers on the right and five on the left and with our heels together. You do not need to repeat after me. Allah, bind our hearts and minds back to our ancient forefathers, divine creed and principles. We ask this in thy holy name and the seven Elohim. Amen. Islam. Happy Holy Day, Moors. Peace and love. This meeting is now adjourned. Peace and love, Moors. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love.